The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends. A new world is coming. Yes, it really is. For this present world is truly coming apart. Iran and North Korea are now very close to deploying atomic weapons. China, Pakistan, and Russia already have them. Remember, my friends, the largest stockpile of atomic weapons outside the United States is in Russia, and we read daily about the potential dictatorship beginning to take place there. Your Bible reveals what is going to happen in our time soon. There is a great God, and the Bible is His inspired Word. Most people don't understand it, but it's saying specific things, and you need to understand Remember the atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Also remember no powerful military weapon invented by mankind has ever remained unused. Many of the atomic weapons, the biological weapons, will be used. Describing this very time of the end, notice what Jesus Christ said. Go get your Bible if you have one. Turn to what Christ said. Many ministers say the Bible says this or that and doesn't say that at all. So you check up on me, you check up on the other guys. We read what the Bible says out of the Bible, and you can too. You need to understand. You will gain understanding through this program available nowhere else. Turn to Matthew 24, beginning in verse 21. Jesus said, talking about the time when there will be famines, pestilence, earthquakes in various places. And these are beginning to happen. He said all that back in verse 7. And now Matthew 24, verse 21. For then will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world till this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. My friend, human beings would annihilate themselves except for the intervention of a merciful God. But Jesus said, those days will be shortened. These things are real. Your creator is going to have to intervene in human affairs to save mankind from itself. He really is. If there is a real God, he's going to do that. A new world is coming. You need to be ready. Stay tuned. My friends, many top world leaders have long recognized that the only solution to the truly horrible conditions now facing us is a genuine world government. Think about it. Well-known leaders like former United Nations Secretary General Doug Hammarskjöld, former British Prime Minister Edward Heath, former United States Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, and many others have all advocated the real need for nations to somehow get together in a truly unified world government. How is world government going to happen? Who is going to stop the raging civil wars and biblical and, and tribal conflicts throughout most of Africa? 
untold thousands of people are being killed, tortured, raped, and humiliated every month. Other thousands are literally starving to death. Similar events are happening in the Middle East and Asia and many other parts of the world. They really are horrible things all over. As the growing financial crisis spreads, we in the United States, Canada, Britain, and Australia will soon experience massive social and political upheavals. Our way of life will not remain the same. Notice President John F. Kennedy's September 25, 1961 speech to the United Nations as General Assembly. Here's what Kennedy said during that speech, and I quote, To destroy arms, however, is not enough. We must create even as we destroy, creating worldwide law and law enforcement as we outlaw worldwide war and weapons. End of quotation. My friends, is there an answer to mankind's growing problems? Kennedy indicated there should be worldwide law and law enforcement, a world government. As the young people used to say, let's get real. Frankly, the real key to understanding what to do and what is really going to happen is what your Bible actually says. Very few today are willing to do this. Most professing Christians are biblical illiterates, my friends. They have no idea about what the Bible says or about the real beliefs of true Christianity, the beliefs and practices of Christ and his original apostles in the early New Testament church of God. Yet many secular and religious historians have documented those beliefs and they offer insight into what true Christianity ought to represent and usually doesn't. Writing of the beliefs of the early church, renowned historian Edward Gibbon writes in chapter 15 of his monumental work, The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire, and notice this very, very important quote from this powerful and this very famous work. Quote, The ancient and popular doctrine of the millennium was intimately connected with the second coming of Christ. As the works of creation had been finished in six days, their duration and their present state, according to the tradition which was attributed to the prophet Elijah, was fixed to 6,000 years. By the same analogy, it was inferred that this long period of labor and contention, which was now almost elapsed, would be succeeded by a joyful Sabbath of a thousand years, and that Christ was the triumphant band of saints and the elect who had escaped death or who had been miraculously revived would reign upon earth till the time appointed for the last and general resurrection. End of quote from Edward Gibbon. You get it? Gibbon talked about the fact there was to be a kingdom set up on this earth under Jesus Christ. Christ and the true saints were to rule. They were to rule, which means a government here on this earth, not up in heaven. Even the secular historian found clear evidence that the early true Christians actually believed in a coming world government. That government was to be under the direction of Christ and his resurrected saints. That's astounding. You haven't been taught that in the churches of this world. Why haven't we learned these things? Notice what Jesus Christ told his apostles. Again, this is what Jesus actually said. Turn to Matthew 19 in your Bible. Matthew chapter 19 and verse 27. And this is a very important quote and one that you should certainly understand. Matthew 19 and beginning in verse 27. Jesus said here, 
in this particular place, he was answering Peter's question about who asked, said, see what we have left all and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have? So Jesus said, surely I say to you that in the regeneration, the regeneration, in other words, the rebirth, the resurrection, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of his glory, you who have followed me will also sit on 12 thrones, not playing harps up in heaven, but sit on 12 thrones judging. God had judges all through ancient Israel ruling the people, so had they, the disciples knew what he meant, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. That was to be their reward. Christ gives his true followers an opportunity to rule not just the 12 apostles, but all of them. Notice what Jesus said regarding our ultimate reward. Are we to float off to heaven with nothing to do? Turn to Luke 19 and hear more about what Christ said. Luke chapter 19, and we read here how Jesus was giving a parable, verse 11, because many of them thought the kingdom of God uh, was going to appear immediately. Therefore, Jesus said, answering that misconception, A certain nobleman went to a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and a return. And it shows how he delivered minus to his ten servants and showing how each one was to get a certain measure of money. And so uh, when he returned, the, the Lord, which is Christ here, having received the kingdom, he then commanded these servants to whom he'd given the money to be called to him that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. And when you understand the analogy here, he's talking about how much we have overcome, how much we have grown with the talents God gives us. Then came the first saying, Master, your mine has earned ten minas. And he said, Well done, good servant, because you were faithful and very little float off to heaven with nothing to do. No, he didn't say that. He said, Because you've been faithful and very little have authority opportunity to rule authority over 10 cities. And the second came saying, Master, your mine has earned five minas. And likewise, Jesus said to him, you also be over five cities. So the true saints will have authority to rule over cities. And the rest of the Bible shows us clearly to help straighten out the crime in the cities and the problems and the homelessness and the sickness to help heal this world under the direction of Jesus Christ. My friends, picture the squalor, the homelessness, and the violence in most of our major cities. Entire generations of young people are growing up without any real hope. As millions lose their jobs and lose their homes, increasing inner city tensions and riots and violence will increase. Where are the real leaders and teachers who can truly help these people and teach them a way of life that actually works? My friends, your Bible addresses this very issue for the Bible states again and again that the inspiring responsibility given to the genuine saints of God will be to assist Jesus Christ in teaching, training, and bringing genuine peace and prosperity to this entire world. This information has been in your Bible all along. Notice what the Apostle Paul told the Christians of his day. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 now at this point. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. This is Paul speaking. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and beginning in verse 1. Paul writes, Dare any of you having a matter against another go to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? 
Yes, the apostle Paul said the same thing Jesus did. The saints, the true people of God, will eventually judge the world, rule over the world under Christ. And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? We're being trained today for a true Christian to prepare to rule over the cities and nations of this world. What did the Apostle John say about this? Turn back to John, uh, to Revelation, I should say, because John wrote the book of Revelation under the inspiration of Almighty God. So turn back to Revelation chapter 2 and verse 26. He who overcomes, Jesus said, and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the potter's vessel shall be broken in pieces, as I also received from my Father. Yes, Christ was going to rule, but the saints were to rule also and rule under him, because Christ is coming back as king of kings and lord over the other lords. The overcomers, Are you overcoming? Do you study this book? Do you pray? Do you walk with God? The overcomers are going to help rule this earth under Jesus Christ in a few years, frankly. Turn to Revelation 5 now, chapter 5 and verse 9. We see in verse 8, talks about the prayers of the saints, and they sang a new song saying, talking to Christ, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, For you were slain, and you have redeemed us to God by your blood, the blood of Jesus Christ, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests. So we're to be kings and priests, not go up to heaven with nothing to do, but helping straighten out the problems right here on earth. A new government is coming. A new world is coming with Christ and the saints ruling over this world. Christ has made us, God has made us in his plan, kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Not up in heaven, but the Bible says over and over and over on the earth. At this point, my friends, I want to give you a way to get more real answers to mankind's problems. We prepared a truly eye-opening booklet which will help you really understand what lies just ahead. This booklet is entitled Prophecy Fulfilled... God's hand in world affairs. This booklet is sent absolutely free upon your request. Prophecy Fulfilled gives the details about Christ's coming world government and how it will be organized. It'll give details we can't give on this program. So call us or write us today and ask for your free copy of this vital booklet, Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. Just ask for the booklet on Prophecy Fulfilled, That's all you need, but call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, please visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write to us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. 
Call now. Now, my friends, what will Jesus Christ's soon coming government really be like? What does the Bible describe about it? What is the future of this world, your future? Turn to Micah chapter 4. Micah chapter 4. And remember, Jesus Christ quoted from Micah. He quoted from the Word of God, which was the Old Testament. That was the only Word of God in his time. Turn to Micah chapter 4 and beginning in verse 1. God says, Now it shall come to pass in the latter days, that's our time, that the mountain or the kingdom, often used as a symbol of a kingdom, of the Lord's house shall be established on top of the mountains, in other words, all the other nations, and shall be exalted above the hills, and people shall flow to it, and many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the eternal, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us His ways, and we will walk in His paths. For out of Zion the law shall go forth. And all through the Old Testament and the New Testament, when it talks about it in that way, it's talking about the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments of God, magnified by Christ and the apostles, will be the basis of the kingdom of God. And we need to understand that and build that understanding into our lives today. So the law is going to go forth. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem he shall judge between many people and rebuke strong nations, not just in Israel, all over the world, all over, it says. Strong nations afar off. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Young men have to be taught to kill. They're not going to be taught that in tomorrow's world. But everyone shall sit under his vine, under his fig tree. Yes, there's capitalism. There is private ownership. You see, his vine and his fig tree. And no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the eternal of hosts has spoken. The great God says this is going to happen. And my friends, nothing can stop it. Nothing. That world is coming soon. Thank God. Turn back to Isaiah chapter 11 now, if you would. Isaiah, in your Bible, chapter 11, a lot of you are familiar with this. I'm just breaking into some of this. I'd like to read it all. But Isaiah 11, beginning in verse 4, talking about Christ's coming reign. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor. The poor people get, a, get the short end of the stick quite often today, don't they? Christ is not going to let that happen. And decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. So he's going to deal with the wicked people. The wolf shall lie down with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. They're going to be given a peaceable nature, and man will be given a peaceable nature. That's the whole point. Their young ones will lie down together. And the ox shall eat straw like an ox, or lion shall eat straw like an ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. A little baby putting his hand right in a snake pit, so to speak, and it won't hurt him at all. Christ will be on the earth, and there will be peace and joy beyond anything we have ever experienced. We need to really understand that and look forward to that. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, his entire kingdom. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. 
The earth is going to be full of the knowledge of this book and the whole way of God. Turn back to Psalm 72 in your Bible. Psalm 72, a wonderful psalm here describing Christ's coming rule very clearly so when you read it. Psalm 72, and we'll begin in verse 1. Give the king your judgments, O God, talking about Christ when he comes back again, and your righteousness to the king's son, and he will judge your people with righteousness and your poor with justice. Yes, the poor will be blessed with justice finally. The mountains will bring peace to the people and the little hills by righteousness. He will bring justice to the poor of the people. He will save the children of the needy and break in pieces the oppressor. Turn over now to uh, verse 11 at this point. Yes, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him, all of them. For he will deliver the needy, the needy of this world, suffering, sick, left out. He will take care of the needy. And God promises that. The poor also and him who has no helper, he will spare the poor and the needy. He will save the souls of the needy. He will redeem their life from oppression and violence. And precious shall be their blood in his sight. Yes, Christ is going to reign in a coming government over this whole earth and bring peace. God's love will be poured out on the entire world during the coming kingdom of God. It's real, my friends. It's going to happen. Will you be ready? Again, be sure to call or write immediately to request your free copy of our vital booklet entitled Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. We've prepared for you a truly eye-opening booklet which helps you really understand what lies ahead. This booklet is entitled Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. It's a powerful booklet. It will spell out details of your future life and will be sent absolutely free upon your request. Prophecy Fulfilled gives details about God's coming world government and how it will be organized. So call us or write us today and ask for your free copy of this vital booklet, Prophecy Fulfilled, God's Hand in World Affairs. Just ask for the booklet, Prophecy Fulfilled. That's all you need, but call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, please visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write to us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, examine yourself. Do you really believe in what the Bible actually says? Are you proving these things to yourself? Are you acting on the truth of Almighty God? Are you becoming an overcomer? Are you overcoming yourself, the world, and Satan, the devil? Do you study this Bible? I mean, study it to where you really know what the Word of God says. God help you to do that. There are all these ideas out there questioning God, questioning the Bible. 
the great God has begun to intervene. He's going to give the lie to all these people as these events take place that we tell you about every week on this program as we write about in every issue of Tomorrow's World magazine. Powerful events, massive events affecting all the world around you. God is intervening. God is guiding things toward His kingdom to save this world from itself and bring a type of peace and joy that the world has never, ever experienced. Turn now to Revelation chapter 11 in your Bible. Revelation 11. And notice at the very time of the end here, some things are going to happen uh, way beyond anything you've ever seen. Revelation 11, verse 13. In the same hour, there was a great earthquake and the tenth of the city fell. One-tenth of Jerusalem was to fall. In the earthquake, 7,000 men were killed and the rest were afraid and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past and behold, the third woe is coming quickly. So we need to understand what is going to happen here at the very time of the end. Here it is, the seventh trumpet. The seventh trumpet sounds, verse 15. The seventh trumpet sounded and there were loud voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world, not up in heaven, the kingdoms here on this earth have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ and he shall reign forever and ever. At that time, my friends, a genuine world government will be set up under Jesus Christ. Under Christ will be Abraham and Isaac and Israel, advisors, no doubt, leaders. Under them will be King David. The Bible clearly explains he'll be over all the tribes of Israel. Perhaps Paul or someone else. Daniel may be over the Gentile nations. There will be an organized kingdom. Under David, the 12 apostles will each rule one of the individual nations of Israel. That's already been directly revealed in the Bible. A genuine government. We're not talking about pie-in-the-sky stuff. Christ is coming back to the city of Jerusalem, to the Mount of Olives. I've been over there several times. Some of you have. That's where he'll be in a few years. This will change everything in your life. Christ's government is coming. It is real, thank God. And this alone will finally bring real honesty, justice, and peace to this very confused world. May you have the courage to act on the truth as Almighty God reveals it to you, my friends. Again, be sure to call now and request your copy of this powerful booklet, Prophecy Fulfilled, and tune in every week to Tomorrow's World Program. We'll give you precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. And we also invite you to join our guest presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King. They will give you special perspective and insight on biblical topics, vital topics. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. See you right here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, please visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write to us at the address shown.
to view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.